This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The Republicans and the Democrats' reactions to the State of the Union address. The president kind of doubled down on calls for Congress to pass a mass amnesty for illegal immigrants deal while touting a drop in the numbers at the southern border from some of the historic highs seen during his administration. And of course, there were uh, yells by some Republicans to secure the border, to which he said, let's also come together on immigration and make it a bipartisan issue. And of course, it has been a crisis. If you think of the numbers, a record 2.3 million um, migrant encounters and nearly 600,000, what they call gotaways, happened in 2022. So this was one area that uh, was mentioned as part of the State of the Union address. There were, uh, of course, high concerns about fentanyl coming across, and that was one of the things that the president did mention. He said, we now have a record of personnel working to secure the border, arresting 8,000 human smugglers and seizing over 23 thousand pounds of fentanyl in just the last several months and uh, as he was pushing that then there there were um, some yells you know some heckling that uh, came out of the joint chambers for the state of the union uh, address and uh, that wasn't the only thing that he talked about, and that was the only thing that elicited some response from those that were in attendance of the State of the Union, he mixed in a lot of bipartisanship in in the speech and talked about that, talked about things that had happened in the past, going back to the Bush administration. And uh, he defended his record. He made a direct appeal to blue-collar workers and he talked about the economy, touting the massive in investment in infrastructure, and talked about how that was a bipartisan accomplishment. And um, there were some words that we had never heard said before in the State of the Union address. If you look back on so many of them in this almost 17 years that I've done this show, wow, which is so hard to believe, um, uh, there was a an interesting comparison that I saw of of things that were said this time around to th- to things that had you know never been said before in looking at the breakdown. Of course, there were uh, mentions of COVID. And uh, that's not a surprise. And he talked about the handling of COVID. And um, it, I think the speech 
was one where there were, again, moments of combativeness and moments where he just tried to um, really hearken to things that were bipartisan about working together, etc. Uh, there were some that really shook their heads. There were others just grinning when Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia called President Biden a liar when he discussed the Republican debt reduction plans during that State of the Union address. Um, there were some others that booed the president and uh, some pointing fingers toward his position at the center of the House chamber, uh, too, as well. And then that's when I think she jumped up and said, liar. And hours before the speech, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, and other Republican leaders told lawmakers, Republican lawmakers, during their weekly conference meeting that all eyes would be on them as Biden delivered his his State of the Union, according to some people who were in the room when this happened. And they reminded the Republicans that cameras are always on and microphones are always hot. And that uh, he wasn't going to he didn't want to have any outbursts. They were hoping they wouldn't have any outbursts. Uh, But about 40 minutes into the speech, it turned to one of the most contentious current topics facing Congress halfway through uh, the speech that uh, seemed like there was kind of a little bit of swagger going on. He looked to the Republicans sitting in the chamber to his left and chided them kind of for lack of specificity in their approach to cutting the budget, which was um, which was wild to see. He said, they're the facts. Check it out. Check check it out. Um, And then again, like I said, there were some heckling moments that that happened. Biden mentioned potential cuts to Social Security and Medicare and how some Republican-backed proposals could lead to cuts in entitlement programs. And that probably triggered one of the most disruptive moments of the night and loud protests that had been sort of kept Uh, at bay, if you will, for lack of a better way to describe that, for much of the speech, that was just completely, uh, you know, unleashed after um, after that. There were, you know, secure the border, China spying on us, you know, all kinds of things uh, that were, um, you know, shouted out. And at one point, Biden said so tonight let's agree and apparently we are and stand up for seniors stand up and show them we will not cut social security we will not cut medicare those benefits belong to the american people they earned it if anyone tries to cut medicare i'll stop them i'll veto it but apparently it's not going to be a problem so this speech will be analyzed uh, all week long we'll have snippets of it coming up on our next show and what we'll, how does it affect you and me i mean that's the key thing what are the promises that come out of the state of the union address and what are the things that are threatening that can come out of maybe a state of the union address or is it just a big pomp and circumstance kind of event that really leads nowhere and becomes a cheerleading fest and also a chance to get 
get some attention as well. Right, the death toll now, really 8,000 is the latest that I'm hearing. Rescuers fighting horribly bitter cold temperatures. And the race against time, when we're talking about the death toll in uh, Turkey and Syria because of that earthquake, 400 buildings collapsed, 1,300 severely damaged. There were wonderful stories of some survivors and sad stories of those who who just didn't make it. Uh, they didn't have a chance. They didn't have a prayer because they were pancaked by the building that they were uh, in. And there's lots of conversation about that. And there have been many Americans who have reached out. And there are American teams on the ground, along with others from other countries, who are helping as part of the search and rescue teams. And they've found people within the last handful of hours. So there is always that hope that there's an air pocket somewhere and somebody will survive this more than finding, sadly, those bodies and the death toll that uh, keeps adding up. Coming up, what I like to call odds and ends. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. 
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. Not Australia, actually. To New Zealand. That's on my list of places to go. In fact, Christchurch for a conversation with Pieta Valentine. Uh, What's so interesting about her is this is a woman who um, has been in, I'll call it, the dementia field for the last eight to ten years. And she has this incredibly comprehensive book that is part novel, part uh, epilogues and reports that really have you walking away with information of what to do if you're in that uh, situation, what can relatives do? And there were some really revealing things in our conversation that I took note of thinking, if I should have to deal with this ever, I had an aunt who had dementia, and I watched, and it's so hard because you want to... You feel helpless, and there's so many people that deal with this and become um, caretakers. and And what can they do? How can how can you help the person that you you love? Right? It's the um, the past that so much of the past they remember, and then everything else gets lost. and 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 what happens to those people? So that's a great conversation. And then we're going to talk to Patricia uh, Clear as well. And um, she has some interesting things to say in dealing with not being heard, with dealing with abusive emotional situations. And those are things that people sweep under the rug. But then how does that come to how does that pour out of you as you get older and how does that pour out of you when you have a have a, a family and um, you definitely want to hear what she has to say to close out the show. Alright, so for odds and ends, boy we've been talking about this crazy up, up and away balloon right, the Chinese satellite balloon which is so ridiculous, the Chinese wanting us to believe it's not a spy balloon. No, it's not a spy balloon, it just went off course. <laughs> But there's ways to control it, and it just happened to be in the areas that we needed it to be in. So we we know that already. We're beyond that. But the new images of the balloon recovery, um, wow, this thing, this sucker was really big. This they they used some navy sailors were assigned to this right to recover this high altitude surveillance balloon that was shot down off the coast of Myrtle Beach and the FBI was part of this effort and there was a survey ship because they can map the seabed which is fascinating in itself 
but some of the new photos that have come out, the Navy sailors dragging the deflated balloon and parts of the structure into this inflatable boats off the off the North Carolina coast. I mean, huge. And we, you know, we knew it was like giant buses, like three giant buses. But how do you handle that material? And they know how to handle it. That's why that's why they were part of that mission. Because who knows? I mean, what how do the crews proceed? Are they going to encounter any kind of hazardous objects? Is there going to be shards of a solar panel glass or batteries or who who knows? Uh, you know what they would find the balloon itself is 200 feet tall and it had equipment measuring about the size of a jetliner of a regional jetliner so how much do you think that sucker weighed two thousand pounds yes two thousand pounds the debris field 1,500 meters by 1,500 meters in 50 feet of water. The grid was able to pull all that out. So, of course, there's the oceanography survey ship. They have to do what they have to do so you can see where the debris splashed down and sank. And um, ever since it was shot down on Saturday and where it went and the arguments of when it should have been shot down and everything else. I mean, listen, spy balloons are different from satellites and drones. And so what is it about the balloons? Like why the balloons? And the deal is, is that some of these past incursions by Chinese balloons were undetected by the Pentagon. So, hey, if they had similar surveillance balloons in the past and they weren't spotted, well, then, of course, it's a successful way to go. And because of the previous balloon flights, why not try it again? So, I mean, look, the Defense Department acknowledged, first of all, that it was shot down after days-long journey across the U.S. mainland. But they also admitted it's the fifth time in recent years that Beijing has breached the airspace, the nation's airspace, using this kind of technology. There were breaches over Texas, Florida, Hawaii, and Guam, and they weren't detective. So, I mean, even you had... The general who oversees the North American Aerospace Defense Command say that, say that we're aware that there is this gap and we got to figure it out. (laughs) So, I mean, of course the Chinese are going to deny everything. It worked. It worked once. It worked twice. It it worked a few times. So because it worked, that's exactly why it was used again. Very, it's like such a strange, it is such a strange story, isn't it? Um, You know why they're used, because they're effective, because of how they can maneuver. But what did the balloon see? And will we be able to figure any of that out? And of course, that just makes the relationship with China that much worse. And we know that. But um, what goes up has to come down usually sooner rather than later. But the fact that it went down is a good thing. It had to come down. There's no doubt about that. All right, I have to give a shout-out to LeBron James. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to set the NBA's all-time scoring record. We knew that was going to happen. 
you know, uh, Abdul Jabbar, wow, 38,387 points in fewer games with a higher scoring average and at a younger age. But uh, now it's LeBron's and this is truly an incredible record when you think of it. I mean, it is. And he is an incredible player. I feel very fortunate to have covered games that he was a part of and, and have some of those quick conversations that you have. And very few, though. And to also have seen him play. To to watch him um, do what he does so well, which is pummel his opponents, <laughs> outfox them, and and score. I mean, he he's a scoring machine. That's why he has that. That's why he has that record now. You know, I talk about the balloon and what in the world, but what in the world in the skies? Now you've got you know the members of Congress that are gearing up to come up with this long-term funding bill for the Federal Aviation Administration, and they're pretty frustrated over what's happening. That the fact that these safety and management issues are going on with the the outrage of a pilot warning system that led to a shutdown of the airspace last month. Then we had an incident Saturday in Austin where uh, FAA air traffic controllers cleared a FedEx plane to land on the same runway where a Southwest plane, a passenger jet, was taking off. They came within 100 feet of each other. Then you had... Another near miss last month at JFK in New York. I mean, this is like supposedly we just are coming off of one of the safest decades in the history of flying. And clearly the aviation system is in need of urgent, urgent attention. Right. Um, Because you don't want to get on a plane and think, well, Doesn't it look like that plane is coming pretty close to us? I mean, there seems to be some problems here with oversight and I think a few other things in in between. I mean, the failure to make information in the NOTAM warnings more digestible by pilots is scary to me. Uh, You know, that being the big problems that that contributed to we've seen this contribute to uh, problems in, in, in the past and to have um, air disasters that are just how many feet between planes, you know, the vital notum alert about a closed parallel runway. They don't get the, they don't have that importance of that information that's conveyed. So to me, this is this is a serious crackdown is what it needs. Notums, schmodums. We get on a plane, whether you know the lingo or not, you want to be feeling you have a, uh, at least more than a 50% chance, a 60% chance, a 75% chance of getting from point A to point B without being rattled or worse. Meet you on the flip side. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? 
We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack. Focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar, find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. A coalition of Republicans is endorsing a proposal asserting that Donald Trump did not partake in an insurrection. The biggest danger is the weaponization of government that's taken place in an effort to prevent President Trump from ever being president again. Texas Congressman Ronnie Jackson accused Democrats of propagating this misleading narrative. Tucker Carlson, the former Fox News host, has revealed he will soon release an interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The announcement follows Carlson being cited a number of times in Moscow over the weekend. Carlson asserted that he feels obligated to convey the truth about the ongoing conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Honda is issuing a recall of nearly 750,000 vehicles due to concerns regarding airbags that may deploy inadvertently during a crash. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has highlighted that the front passenger seat weight sensor might develop cracks and short circuit. John Schaefer, USA News. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream for the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination.
Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. excited I am to introduce you to Pieta Valentine. She joins us from New Zealand. Her book is called The Resident's Voice from a Dementia Unit. And again, we're thrilled to have her on America tonight. How often have we talked about dementia and what it's like to deal with family members? And imagine the stories that she has to tell that she wraps into a novel with these really interesting characters and then shares with you, things that you'll be able to do if you're in this situation in, in dealing with anyone that you love in your life that, that has dementia. There's so much more to it than I think we know. Pieta, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me, Kate. We got to tell everybody about your background because you have an incredible background. You were honestly, it's like what you told me off the air, you were built to do this. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. So you come from a family of, of, of doctors and whatnot. How did you end up specializing in dealing with people that are dealing with dementia? Well, I had a physiotherapy practice um, 25 years working with occupational abuse syndrome, RSI, IOS, and all the muscle tension and mental tension with goes, that goes with that. So mental stress was always a very interesting aspect. But after 40, 40 years as a physiotherapist, I thought, you know, it's good to do something new. And it just, it just sort of fell upon this dementia work, which I, actually, which I really enjoyed. And from a physiotherapist perspective, there's always the, the interest of rehabilitating the patient. But if not that, at least enabling them to manage to the best of their ability. So that is the attitude I went into in the unit. When I saw all these people shut down and shut off, I thought, surely, surely something can be done. And so from there, just, you know, quietly, I worked away on this work and all of which is explained in the book. Yeah, and, and let's talk about the book because it's so unique the way that you've created it. It, it is a novel, but it has these other parts in it as well that yes. you share with people what they can do. So talk about how you designed the book. Okay, so the first half of The Resident's Voice, I've actually written two books, one after the other, but the first half of The Resident's Voice is a novel about the characters in the dementia unit based on my observations and experiences over many years. But it goes through uh, the story of them being able to build up their thinking capacity, build up their concentration, their communication skills, and finally developing their own unique community. So these wonderful characters are in the novel. The central uh, four or five pages is the report on this, the academic work. And then the last half is all the physiotherapy techniques that family and friends can do to help their loved ones with dementia in a very practical, positive way. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of the characters. Um, I was drawn to Resident Jane, which makes sense because I'm 
I guess, sporty. And oh, that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> tell us, tell us about <laughs> Jane and what oh. Jane is like. Oh, the character in the book. Yes. Oh, yeah, the character in the book. Well, she's very feisty, of course, um, but she's very bright. But she, she, I actually had to become like a sports coach with her. That was the best way, you know, in the story, um, you know, say this, it's Daisy, isn't it, who's the protagonist? <laughs> okay. Yes. So um, so she's like has to develop a sports coach uh, approach with Jane because Jane was very good at skating. She was very ice skating. She was very good at um um, golf, tennis, she was extremely sporty. And so she loved high, high motivation and that, that sort of team approach. And so that's the way that Daisy had to um, deal with her, you know. And Jane worked very, very hard. She was extremely hardworking um, with the work uh, that, that they did together. And because of that, they had the breakthroughs and Jane was able to say finally when she was in, in one of her sort of anxious, high-anxiety, angry, dementia episodes, um, Daisy managed to break through and said, what's happening, what's happening? Because she needed to know what was happening in the dementia experience. And Jane finally said, fuzzy brain, fuzzy mind. And that was when Daisy realised, okay, I know what to do now. It's a stressed out, super stressed out mind. We can deal with this. And there is so, so much to that, right? It's it's being able to relate to the person on their level. So the more you can dig out, the yes. better you can connect to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And and you also talk about resident Jack and oh, he- based on you know, your experiences. So tell yes. us about resident Jack. Oh, well, you know, sometimes you come across the most amazingly intelligent men and women in these dementia units. Memory gone, direction orientation gone, wouldn't know where they are in the street or where their home is, but their past memory is immaculate. And Jack is one of these characters. Um, And so all the wisdom and knowledge, but also the wonderful thing is if you can connect with someone who's still got a wonderful, uh, a good past memory, their present memory is completely gone. That's what happens in dementia. Present memory gone, past memory still good. But if they have the right environment, as the Jack-type character did, Jack can then explain to, like, Daisy and staff members the help that the other residents in the dementia unit need who haven't got a voice to explain what they need. Wow. And, you know, there's there's more, too, as well. There's there's some other characters. We won't tell everybody everything. But um, how how unique in putting this together. And you told us about also the, the epilogues and writing the epilogues, the practical oh, yeah. techniques on how relatives can best help um, yes, a, so a relative in, in a dementia unit. So give us some tips on that. What can people listening do? Okay, I will do that. So... This is for if someone's institutionalized with dementia. Actually, the relative has to orientate pretty much as much as the actual person in the unit, <laughs> especially if they haven't been in a hospital before or they're not, haven't worked in a medical environment. You know, it's a completely different world, really. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to um, adjust to. And I think that's why I've written the book, actually. I've explained everything about the routine of a dementia unit Every, all, all the um, staff and what they do, how you recognize them, the security codes, how to set up the room, you know, there's how to fill out the forms. It's an enormous amount to do if someone goes into 
dementia unit. And if you can know a lot of that information in advance, it won't be such a shock to the system for the relative, you know, and if the relative's settled, then they'll be able to help the person that's going in more likely. Yeah, wow, that's um, obviously that's such a great, huge, huge tip for people. For you writing this, what was the most challenging aspect? The most challenging aspect? Yes. Well, what I suppose the report, to be honest, that's the first. But bringing this work into essence is a huge body of work. Bringing it into an understandable, relatable format is a huge body of work. And so that's the report at the central part of this, The Residence uh, Voice, and the second book, The Residence Rise. And then everything flows from that. The essence of the work being that these people still have a working intellect, um, even though their memories faded or gone or finished. Yeah, yeah that's, what's so tough for, that's what's so tough for everybody. Uh, Pietro, tell us a little bit about the report. Oh, okay. Well, well look, okay. Um, oh, that's interesting. Oh, the report. Okay. So that was built from the fact when I started to realize that these people could still actually think, and you could encourage that. From a physiotherapy perspective, I was encouraging them and motivating them to to concentrate just as I would in my physiotherapy practice encourage patients to concentrate on the exercises and do their exercises. I was encouraging these people to think and concentrate and contribute and communicate and expecting them to and saying that they actually had to. <laughs> if they were in the group, there was that expect that they had to start communicating. This took a long time. The concentration took a lot of time to build up. That's the hardest thing. But once people with dementia have learned the technique to be able to concentrate reading being a very big part of this, by the way, then you can actually build up the skills of confidence and communication from that. Oh, I love that. Reading being of such a big part of Reading. It. Yes, because you, thanks, Kate, you go into these dementia units, 30 people, one newspaper, no uh. books, no magazines. How can you keep up any limited reading skills that you once had or any reading skills if there's no literature to read and they've got no ipads or computers i mean they've got no input they need quality input they need newspapers magazines libraries good netflix david attenborough the crown their history the royal family they need lots of beautiful wonderful input so that their intellect and thinking can be activated and wow. worked on use so they can have quality of life and yeah. Yeah, I love that you told us that. Um, I I can't remember ever hearing that from anybody. What is the takeaway or takeaways you'd like people to have from reading the residents' voice from a dementia unit? Well, I think the main thing is that you know it's that so much can be done in a positive, practical way. So much can be done in a positive, practical way to help, and that's all outlined in the book. Yeah. Wow. And people will come up, once people start doing these techniques and seeing the return, you know, I mean, it's not easy. It's not always easy. Some people are a lot more difficult than others. Some people are angry, some depressed, some anxious. And actually, I've done a lot of work on that. The second book, second lot of epilogues, The Residents Rise, that's why I wrote that book, to deal with those aspects of anger, anxiety, and depression. But once you can work through that, you know, the return you get is fantastic. And you come up with your own ideas as well. Your own creative juices start to work, you'll find, once you start to apply these techniques. 
Well, I suggest everybody go and get this and have it handy and, and, and know the ways that you can interact as well with, with people. And especially if you're in this situation, the resident's voice from a dementia unit, Pieta Valentine. Thank you so much for joining us. You can get this book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever great books are sold. Yes. Yes. That's right. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113, that's drinksupertea.com, or by calling 818-965-9113. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. The name of the 
book is Shut Up, Your Words Are Killing Me. Its author, Patricia Clear, joins us. She's in our virtual green room, and she's really an interesting woman and has weaved together a fascinating tale. Wait to hear about one of her main characters, well, really her main character, Sherry Glass, and what she's been through. Patricia, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. What was it that motivated you to write the book? Why'd you write the book? I was inspired to write the book because of my own circumstances in my life. Uh, The overwhelming journey that I have been through since childhood and coming up and then um, having my own experience with uh, men, parents, family, and... um, all of a sudden, I, um, 2010, I came out of my bed and sat up in my bed and all the things that was going on and through my mind, it just kind of came out of my spirit. Shut up, your words are killing me. And I fell in love with it and I put it on the computer. <laughs> and next thing I know, it just took a, it took a, uh, a journey on its own. Was it... Was it satisfying to write the book? Was it challenging? What was that process like? A little bit of both. It was satisfying because it's therapeutic. And it helped me to, uh, I would say, I use the word vomit out, I would say. I mean, really uh, opened myself up to, to express myself because No one was really around to listen. No one heard me. So it was nice that I was able to express and bring Sherry Glass to life so she can walk in how I feel. Um, And Tina, let them let them exactly kind of understand how I feel. It was it was really nice, but it was painful. It was painful because in the beginning, starting to write, I, I start crying. I start feeling overwhelmed and remembering a lot of things that happened at the same time. Just thinking about any and everyone else. Yeah. It, so in thinking about everyone and, and everyone else and pouring it into these characters, tell tell the listeners about Sherry Glass. What will we, don't tell us everything, but what, Patricia, will we learn about Sherry Glass and her journey? Sherry is a wonderful person, but she's hard-headed. She's stubborn. Um, You know, she kind of had to pick up her own uh, personality where everybody really wanted her to be something. She fought to be something else, somebody, a, a, a different person other than everyone else. So she became a a follower and a leader. So she's still going through her journey. So I know that people that uh, read this book will enjoy and be inspired for the fact that she's praying and she's doing everything that she can while she's praying and trying to follow, (laughs) trying to follow the directions that she believes is the right way while her sister tried to guide her and say, no, that's not the way. 
but both of them are learning at the same time. Yeah. And so is Tina really different from Sherry or do they have some things in common? Um, Tina is a little different. Tina, she is more of, um, she was more of that person to say, no, let's stay positive. Let's uh, be motivated. But she fell into her own problems too. But she, she was always looking at her sister with um, another eye to say, oh, no, it shouldn't happen this way, Sherry. And Sherry was, no, it should happen. So they kind of tug a war and back and forth with each other. Yeah, they they have their little different personalities. Uh, What do you hope people take away from reading your novel? I hope that people, um, you know, be inspired in the fact that there is the Bible verse in the book and as they read it they realize that whatever sherry was going through you can read you you can read the verses that um that adds to the the chapter of her story letting everybody know that while you're walking through your your journey or going through your tunnel or going through your madness whichever way you know you would like to put it that you always can find faith and you can and you can pray and you can just believe and, and, and keep pushing no matter how hard life gets. Just keep pushing and always remember that God is with you no matter what he's there. You know, Christ is there. You can always call on him, scream at him, just talk to him or even in a coma your spirit is still there you can say something i mean to him so i just want people to be um inspired and um you know have a warm felt of feel of maybe sherry whatever she has went through or tina whichever one that you they're reading that hopefully they can um, get and say, you know what? She's like me. If she can do it, I can do it. Um, the Bible verse of um, what she went through on, uh, like, just different things that's that's in there. And you can go back and say, okay, well, you're right. Uh, the mother shouldn't do this because this is what the words say. Or... Um, she went through this, but she, this is, this connect, this verse connects with this circumstances. You know, just hold on. Oh, I like that. Um, you know, it's so interesting in talking with with you, Patricia Clear. I, as I said, you can get the book, Shut Up, Your Words Are Killing Me on Barnes & Noble, Amazon. The title is so good. It just nails it. How'd you come up with that title? Like I said, I in 2010, with all the things that was going on in my life itself, like I, like I said, I had no one to talk to. And it felt like those that I was trying to talk to, they were talking at me, around me, about me. It don't matter. And no one was listening. So... And then so much that was going on around that time, um, death of a, it was a death of a loved one. And just, I just kind of wake up out of my bed and sat up and my mind was just going. And I think 
life, I think we experience where our mind is just, mm, there's so much going on in our head. And before I know it, I screamed out that morning, shut up, shut up. Your words are killing me. And when I, <laughs> when I screamed out, like I said, I went to the computer, wrote it on paper, looked at it over and over, and I said, I like this. It took on its own journey. Yeah. And after this journey and putting this book together and inspiring so many people, will you do another book? I'm writing still. I'm writing right now. Um, I've been thinking about bringing Sherry into another adventure. I'm not sure <laughs> what will happen. But, yes, I I wrote it back down again, and I'm still trying to get it together in my head. But I have other books that I'm inspired to, um, that I would love for it to come out. Ooh. It just uh, gives me goosebumps to think about it. And for you, coming through everything that you dealt with as a child, dealing with, and you mentioned it, parents, family, men, how do you feel now? How, how do you feel at this point in your life? Right now, I'm at peace. Um, I, I am at peace because whatever that is, whatever it was going through, all I can do is leave it to God. I'm more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, a little lonely sometimes, but because I stay to myself, but at the, at the end of the day, I'd rather be at peace with my own thoughts than crowded. I'm being around a lot of crowds screaming and hollering at me. So right now I am in a good place. What a perfect place to end this conversation. Shut up. Your words are killing me. The name of the book And, uh, boy, what an inspiring conversation, that's for sure. Thanks so much for for coming on this show, and thanks to all of you for listening to this version of it. And uh, remember, words do matter, and make it count, everybody. completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.